Guys, we are back. Welcome, 90 Day Fiance, the Melanated Way. I am one of your co-hosts, Linda Antwi, and I am joined by the lovely Sana. Hey, y'all. I am so excited to talk about this episode. It was so much drama. For real, for real. Um, let's kind of get started. Okay, yeah, let's get into it. So, we, man, the first 30 seconds is full of drama. I'm telling you, this show has to be one of the best things that TLC has ever done, okay? And I know that can be a lot that might seem like it's a stretch, but I'm willing to bet money on it. This is it. This show is hot, and it's one of my favorites that they've ever had a spinoff of. Literally. I'm ready to stand 10 toes down on that statement. I love it. Um, I agree with you 100%. This show is fire. Lit with drama, uh, suspense, crying, all of it. Great lines. Uh, I do want to, before I forget, shout out Tessa, Jalisa, Linda, Lydia, Crystal, Amanda, and Radella. We love you, girls. Thank you for supporting us from day one. Uh, shout out to our Facebook viewers and to our live chat. Uh, hey, Belly. Hey, Amanda. Oh, Amanda's here. Amanda. Hi. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi, Lydia. So, yeah, let's get into it. Yes. Okay. So, let's start off from the first 30 seconds, the first millisecond. When we get into it, we're still on the outside scene with the drama. Um, Royal is just, you know, huh, huh. Moving everybody around, you know. I don't know. That was a lot. So um, it gets to the point where River and um, uh, Winter, they say, you know, they really do think that Anjanette's friends are instigating um, the whole drama. It's it's not even that big of a deal. What was you going to say? I just, I want to talk about the fight. I want to talk about how Royal pushed a producer, okay? A producer of the show around, how he was like going to grab and was knocking out, like like almost like elbowing uh, Winter. River had to pull him back. Winter's crying. It was nuts. Like he was really ready to fight. And I get that you say he's frustrated, but you're going to take it out on the producer? You're going to take it on the producer. And I know I've said this before, but I want to say this again. Sana, that's the people that are paying your check. You're new to the season. You weren't on, you weren't on season one and two of 90 days. You weren't on the first season of the family Chantel. You're now on the second season because you see this TLC money and you're running amok. Oh no. Oh no. Mm-mm. It was so much going on. And I was scared for winter because I'm just like, if he would have hit me and I was winter, I would have said, yeah, no, cut the cameras because this man, I'm about to give him this work because he cannot be just doing that. So, yeah, the fight was a lot. Like the whole pushing and everything, I don't think it was necessary. I think it was so extra because why are you getting that heated and that upset? Why? Exactly, exactly. And then, uh, go ahead. Honestly, I don't know. 
You should be defending your woman the whole time. You should be like, you know what, Angela, you my girl. I'm sorry. Like all of this extra stuff. I'm sorry. You know, he never take he's not taking responsibility for not a dang on thing. So this would have been the time for him to say, you know what? I said that to Shantel. I said that to her. I'm sorry. Didn't deserve that. I should have, I, I shouldn't be, you know, painting these false narratives or even making you feel that you can't even talk to me privately. He should have, uh, that's all he had to do. That's all he had to do. Um, so I want to read some of the live chat comments and then I will weigh in here. So Rodella says, I wouldn't say hate Royal, but there's definitely a problem there with lying. Uh, Lydia says, Angela and her posse gave me life. Uh, Belly says, Pedro still at the bar and walking with the girls while Royal is trying to fight a producer. Pedro is messy. Facts. Uh, and Krista says, even the pillow, the people on Pillow Talk were trying saying that it was too much. Yeah, now, it was too much. It was unnecessary. So are we going to talk about uh, Winter and River kind of trying to not only downplay this situation, but also like fabricate a story that was not true? Yes. And there's some more fabricated stories. Or should I say not so fabricated that I can't wait for us to get to too. But when it comes to River and um, Winter, yeah, like they were just saying like, oh, Internet's friends are instigating it all. Like it has nothing to do with them. They're doing too much. I didn't, I was like, what are y'all, what? They, they're really the definition of ride or die for their sibling, okay? Right or wrong, they are going to figure out a way to make sure that their sibling is going to be in some type of way not in such a bad light. What did you think of that? Yeah, I thought it was interesting because in the beginning here, uh, you see them talk shit basically about Anjanette saying that they had to sit there and Royal had to sit there watching um, him be talked down to. And they're saying they're watching the wife throw stones and he was only acting crazy like that because he was humiliated. And I was sitting here thinking about what about the lies and what about the silence? He had a plenty of opportunity to stand up for himself. And this fool said nothing because you know why he was lying. And he got this whole episode, he got busted lie after lie after lie after lie. And everyone kept sticking up for him, except for Royal, uh, excuse me, except for Anjanette. And Anjanette's the one that's in the right in this situation. I was like flabbergasted. I was like, wow. You, we all see the same thing going on here because that's not what happened. Yeah. Um, and then the friends, like, so the friends, it was two sides you saw. You saw the family versus Anjanette and her friends. And I thought it was interesting that uh, one of her friends, like, does he really love you? I don't think so. And that was like a powerful comment, I thought. I mean, the man left you in the street. Um, that's the part I had a problem with. Like, even Anjanette was saying, like, hey, you know, what are you doing? Like, you're just going to leave me? And even her friends were saying, you're just going to leave her in the in the street by herself? Like, you're just going to leave. And when you're leaving, you're not even leaving with her. So I'm glad, like, all this is being brought to light, too, you know? And because that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. I would have probably, I'm not even going to lie to you, maybe I would have laughed 
in just disbelief that this is all happening right now. Like watching it, you ever look at things and you're just like, dang, it really didn't have to be this big, but it is. And it's like, I'm just so in awe that this is even happening. Like, why is this a thing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That would have, yeah. Rodella says when he was lying, he conveniently didn't remember. Yeah, yeah. he conveniently didn't remember all the time, Rodella. Conveniently, he just didn't remember anything. And right. I know we'll get to it, but when he said that, you know, he's been hit, hit in the head a few times, I died of laughter. I had to rewind it because I was like, he, he did not just say that as an excuse for his lies. Did he? And he sure did. He lit. That's a, He literally was like, he might as well have said, you know, I just never remember. I, I have amnesia. That's what he should have said. Like, I just don't, I don't remember anything past 24 hours. Every time my memory just reboots. It just reboots. Right. It reboots when I'm lying. That's because what it is. He never remembers. I can't wait for us to talk about the scene when they were in the bedroom. So- um, that brings us to the first question of the night. Is Royal a chronic liar? Go ahead and weigh in in the comments, y'all, and uh, go ahead and answer that, Sana. I don't know if I would say chronic because that means he's like, he on a heavy. But I will say he's he's definitely drinking a lot of that lion juice. Mm. I would say that he's he's drinking a lot of it now. I don't, I haven't seen him, you know, a lot, but during this season, it seems like he can't remember not squatly a thing, and it's all of a sudden everything just never happened. It never happened. It never happened. That to me is the definition of a chronic liar. I'm going to go with chronic liar. I think that he lies a lot. And I think that it is all part of his controlling attitude, controlling behavior. And part of that is the constant lying. Um, he lies when it suits him, Radella says. And uh, Lydia says, Royal is a pathological liar. And Crystal agrees, yes. So I don't know. All I know is that fool does not know the truth when it slaps him in the face. Look, the man, I'm telling you, he drinking that, he's drinking the lion juice. I, I'm telling you, that's his favorite drink. But we're going to get more into Royal and all of his royal lies that he has that he's been telling this season um, that happened later in the episode. But I also want to talk about shift gears a little bit when um, Nicole and her mom are in the car together. Nicole at this point is like, okay, I'm gonna pick mama up from work. You know, mama don't have to worry about how she gonna get home, nothing. I'm gonna pick her up. I'm gonna make sure she's in a good mood. We're gonna talk about it. And I'm gonna try to get her to get on my man's side, you know, before I drop the beans on her, which I didn't understand that theory. I guess she she was saying she wants her mom to be, to like him so much to when she tells her this huge secret, um, it's not as bad. It's just a little bad, not that bad. So I think that's what she was looking for. But I, I, girl, your mama is not about to do that. 
Okay, her mama is the type, she's gonna curse you out. She's gonna throw them my let down the stairs. She is not about to play those those little games. Um, what did you think about her strategy to get on her mom's good side? I, I felt like, does she know her mom? Cause you know, she, her mom is not about that life. So I didn't think a 20 minute car ride was gonna change anything. I give her props for trying. <laughs> Um, and I thought, wait, wait a minute. Like, so you think just by telling her, Hey, like open your mind and give him a chance. And I want you to see him how I see him that Lydia's going to turn around. Look at the havoc she created in Pedro's life. She ain't not ever going to change her mind in 20 minutes. And when she left that car and said, I'll think about it, you know, that was BS. She was like, I'll think about it till I get to my front door. That's about it. Um, and it's funny that Lydia in the comments is bringing up the girl doesn't know how to drive. That stood out to me. But Sana, did it also stand out to you that there was a 2014 car sticker in the uh, window? Don't, don't. You talking about her tags? I'm talking about there was, you know, when you're going to buy a car and it's a used car and it tells the year in the window. Yeah. That car was in the window, a 2014 car sticker. And I was like, y'all, they're trying to fool us. They're trying to, this is not her car. They borrowed this car right off the lot and they didn't even have the decency to take the sticker off the window. Because oh. we ain't never seen her drive before. Not ever, never, ever. None of them. And all of a sudden she's got a car and yeah. it has a big, and it's not like the, the sticker that you get when you first buy a car and it's in the plastic thing. I don't know what you guys do besides of, of California, but it was like the sale one, like on the left, you're going to have the year of the car on the right. You're going to have the price, those big stickers. It was bizarre. I was like, mm. I gotta go back. Maybe I was, I gotta go back on that one. But I was looking at that car like, okay, you know what I was thinking though? When she got that car, I'm like, okay, my girl really, she didn't work hard for this car. Or um, Alejandro got her this car. Somebody got her this, my girl, this car, and she was riding in it. Nah, girl, that was all for show. I was like, someone in production messed up. Rodella says, yeah, they did. If she had a car, why didn't she drive to the airports? Facts right there. Straight facts. Um, I have no clue but i'm gonna go back okay crystal says she probably borrowed it like the apartment exactly exactly her friend's apartment let me just quickly uh use this uh car off the lot real quick yeah i'm about that i believe that for 100 Ooh, yeah. can we talk about lydia telling her that she didn't feel bad and that calling nicole crazy and that yeah. she could make better choices in her life like all that she literally said you need to find something worth worth the drama, like worth fighting for. Like he's not worth anything. That's what she said. And she's not letting up. It seems like she feels the same way. Like I feel that if she had a second chance to throw his suitcase down the stairs, she would do it again. I don't think she would she's not gonna not do that if she's been in the same situation. I think she would throw Chantel stuff down. <laughs> If she had the chance, I think she would throw Chantel's uh, stuff down the stairs too. I think I think Lydia is definitely savage for sure, and she she holds nothing back. She's like, 
Alejandro is not the one for you. Uh, he doesn't know anything about anything. I also thought it was funny that she's like, I didn't know to be someone's girlfriend, you have to have sex with them. And then turns and looks at her daughter all shady. I died at that moment as well. I was like, oh, Lydia, you are something else. Uh, hi, Isabella. Welcome. First time live chat. Let's say hi to Isabella. Uh, hey. her, comment, her comment is, I never thought she bought it. It looked like a rental right away. Plus, Nicole was uncomfortable driving it, too. Exactly. It was like she didn't know what she was doing. And she was driving, like, my, like little miles an hour, like a grandma. It was awesome. I do have a question for the live chat before we get into um, the, some more Anjanette drama. Um, do you think Mama Lydia is ever going to give Alejandro a chance? Do you think she will ever give this man a chance? Um, I mean, I'll go first. I personally think that uh, Nicole's going to do what she's going to want to do. And I don't think that, I think it's going to drive a wedge between her relationship with her mom. So that's what I think. Do I think that she's going to ever be okay with Nicole dating Alejandro? Probably not. But <laughs> Nicole's going to do it anyways. Radella says, nope. Uh, he reminds her of their father. Yes. She's got some some man issues for sure, for sure, for sure. That's I, I, he probably looks like Radella. He probably looks like her ex husband who cheated, who she's mad at. And then going back to what she said and what I just said, you know, when she talked about who knew being someone's girlfriend, you had to have sex with them. I was like, oh, see, that's some deep rooted issues right there. That's some. Alejandro is pulling at whatever demons you got behind you over your ex-husband. You you still bitter about that right there. I will say I I just get so upset when people put their um, past relationships on another person, like literally as if they're a carbon copy. I'm just like, you got to let people kind of, I mean, be aware but of the signs, but like still, everybody is not the same. Radella says, cheater, 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 pumpkin eater. She didn't say that part. She just said cheater. Well, I want to switch and move forward um, from there. We'll revisit Nicole because she comes back in this episode. Um, Anjanette and her friends meet up with Royal in the hotel room. And it gets real in here. So Royal calls himself apologizing, brings her flowers. Anjanette is like, F these flowers. <laughs> whatever, puts them on the bed. She's not phased or interested by them. Uh, <clears throat> then Royal goes on to say, um, it's just a little bit of, a little water went down the wrong tube in my throat, guys. I'm good. <laughs> but um, Royal goes on to say, like, you know, he thinks Chantel is just jealous and she's lying, trying to defend himself. Um, and basically calls, like, everybody a liar. Like, they're just crazy. Like, they're the ones who are just insane. Um, and I just thought that was just so interesting. He gave this weak-ass apology to her, um, just saying, well, you know, 
I'm sorry, I guess. Like, if it hurt your feelings, I didn't even say it like that. Like, it was a joke. Oh, my gosh. I had to I had to literally pause it because I'm like, this man did not just say her flanangling with other men is a joke. I don't think that's a joke. So I want to talk to you about that. What did you think about that entire scene? So I thought it was hilarious. So... Crystal says, when Robert from Pillow Talk called them the Filipino Secret Service walking through the hotel hallway and into the room, I died. Listen, that's what I was just about to talk about, Crystal. So I wanted to take it back to the beginning. First off, homegirl didn't even stay with her husband at the hotel. She stayed with her friends at a different hotel. And when she knocked on that door and he opened it and they just, they were like, hey, hey, they just walked in like an army. I was like, oh, this fool is about to be on trial. They sat all across from him. He was like a defendant in in um, a courtroom. He's behind a table in a chair and they're all like sitting at the edge of the bed, pillows in hand, looking at him like, Oh, it's about to be on. And yes, the flowers were like sh- like thrown to the back because we want to talk about your behavior. And when they were like, okay, we're going to talk about your behavior. We want to know why you said um, that this baby wasn't yours. We want to know why Chantel said that Anjanette was talking about or talking with other Americans. And we want to know, sh- do you want to get married still? And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why. My family's crazy. Chantel's a liar. And um, she's just jealous because our parents were more accepting of our relationship than they were of her relationship. So she's just lying. And then um, I was like, this guy is really twisting the situation. And then when they talked about, okay, yeah, we want to move forward in having a wedding. And and Jeanette was like, well, I just hope that your family um, acts okay. And she's worried that they're going to start acting strange. I was like, and Jeanette, that's not the issue. It's not about the family Chantel. It's about your man that who is already your husband that, mind you, we found out in this episode that as soon as she came to America, two to three days later, they went to the courthouse and got married. That's a whole conversation. But your husband is a liar and continues to lie to your face. So are you worried about how the family is going to act? Or are you worried about this liar that you're married to? Yeah, see, that's another element I wanted to get into. Um, them playing mathematician trying to figure out when the girl's last period was and when she was pregnant and all these different type of things. <laughs> I'm being dramatic. But, like, it's just too much. And who the hell calls it a joke? Like, that's what I'm still stuck on. Who thinks that... Would you still... Di- I just want to know. Let me know, in the live, let me know in the live chat. And, Linda, are you still going to date a man who plays a, jo- a so-called joke on me like that? Oh, well, no, because if he said to me that he thought that that wasn't his baby, then, all right, we're not together anymore because clearly you don't trust me and clearly you think I'm whoring around. So if you have doubts, then I have doubts. The end. 
And it's like, you know, and even if she was messing around and stuff like that, that's not how you, that's not, that's not how you go about it. And for him to not take responsibility during that entire conversation pissed me off too. Because if I, if I said that, I was joking. If I said that. You said it. I hate those type of apologies. Do not apologize with if I hurt your saying like you you did something and then say if I hurt your feelings from doing it. That's not an apology. That's some BS. He could have kept that. He should have kept it, stuck it up somewhere else. He could have left it at that market with the with the uh with the blue the the duck egg. That's where he could have left it. Over there. Um, I'm going to jump into the live chat a little bit. Radella says their timeline is all whack with when the baby and all of that. I totally agree. Isabella says um, that Royal's behavior, it was horrible. And Lydia says, to answer your question, would you still date this dude? She says, hell no. Radella says, nope. And Lydia says, boy, bye. And when it comes to the trust issue, Raydell says, right, no trust, and it will continue. Now, what did you think about when he says, um, when Anjanette is, now Anjanette is pressing him, and her friends are too, and Anjanette had asked, you know, why would you tell your family that? Why would you, if it was such a joke, why was I in on the joke? And why would you tell your family such, you know, something that's so serious? Why would you tell them that? Um, he goes and he also says, well, um, he thinks Chantel is jealous that the family is more accept- accepting of their relationship than hers. Now, do you think there's some truth to that? Or what did you think about that statement? And so what did chat too? Let us know what you thought. So, again, I think that he was deflecting. And I don't believe there's any truth to that. But he was trying a way out of his life. Of his lie. That's what I think. Mm. Yeah. Because like I said, it's, it's maybe that's the way he was getting through it. Um, but yeah, I just don't think, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I was just so disappointed during all of that. Um, also, what was your thoughts about, so her friends did say something interesting. Um, they said in their culture and just in general that they even even if the couple has discrepancies or any problems, they still have to push through for the wedding because family comes, they they make arrangements. So they're like, I don't care what's going on. <laughs> Y'all still going to have this wedding. You need to work it out and have it. Um, for me, I kind of disagree with that. Like, of course, I would be upset. That I spent this money on this wedding and you couldn't tell me how much of an asshole you were in the beginning of this relationship. But I just feel like she shouldn't go through with the wedding if that's not how she feels. I think it's a lot of different other things that's going on. I don't know if they should still get married. Um, but what do you think? So Lydia says that's culturally true. I think that that's unfortunate. I think that there are issues at any point before you get married, you should be able to walk away because it's easier to walk away now than when you're already married, even though they're already married. So 
let it be a vacation. Let all your friends and family stay the week, enjoy the country, enjoy the city they're in and call it a day. But if you don't want to go forward with it, then don't go forward with it. Their problem, exactly, Lydia, is their problem is that they're already married. So this is just the second wedding. So all of these issues, because they got married so quickly, two days after she got into uh, the U.S., they didn't address all their issues. And so now all of these issues are coming up. And even though they're already, like, technically married, I don't think, you know... I mean, I guess going through with the wedding, I guess it wouldn't make a difference then. Like, whether they go <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and have that party and suck it up because you're already married. I'm in the mood. I really would just have to cancel it because I really would not be in the mood to entertain all these guests. And my man thinks I'm just a whore. Like, no. He thinks I sleep with the whole United States of America and his family doesn't like me. His sister is grilling me like she's the FBI. I'm scared. I think she's with immigration the way she's asking me these questions. And it's just too much. I would just have to. It would be too much. Lydia um, with you. Lydia says I'm scared for her. Yeah, I it's too much. It's like I said, it's too many layers for this. Um, for them to just push through and go through the wedding. Isabella says, no children, though, so imagine bringing kids into this mess. Facts. Oh, Crystal is saying, have a party, then just stay in the Philippines. Yep. <laughs> so after that, I also want to, man, this whole episode was filled with so much good stuff. Um, I want to talk about this family meeting. In the hotel room, it went down. First of all, Karen, oh, she was spilling tea. Okay, your girl. I want to. Matter of fact, I want to know: Did your, especially during this scene, did your whole um, perception of uh, Karen change? Um, mine didn't. Not at all. Even through the whole episode. Nope. Mine didn't. Okay. Well, during the hotel episode, um, they're talking, they're spilling tea. Karen um, says Anjanette told Royal not to talk to them about their personal problems um, anymore and that she should, you know, she was saying, Royal used to always tell me stuff going on and now he barely even tells me anything and that's Anjanette's fault. Um, they're also trying to create a timeline for Anjanette's pregnancy, they're saying, well, she was pregnant this day, got a period this day, then she had a miscarriage this day, then she did this this day, and Royal wasn't there, and this, and they're trying to tie it all together um, to prove the theory that she's probably gotten uh, pregnant by someone else. So they're really trying to push that theory and trying to have some backup for it. Um, before I get to where royal enters the room and things like that oh crystal my perception didn't change but there was one moment where i was like oh she's really mad um what were you gonna say um yeah so before we get to the part that royal shows up i think it's important to talk about how karen talked about how um they 
that basically it's the same situation as we had with Pedro. She feels that Anjanette wanted somebody to bring her to the U.S. to take advantage of, she said. And unfortunately, that was royal. Um, and I want to also mention the part where uh, this is where she said the first week that they got to the U.S., two to three days later, uh, they got married and she looked pregnant and then they showed the flashback photo. I was like, oh, y'all are trying to bring the receipts. And then she said, and it was kind of impossible because it had been some time, she said, since Royal was in the Philippines. And I was like, oh, Mama Karen is going off. And now she's mad because Royal told her that Anjanette didn't want him to speak to her anymore. And so that was like an intense moment because she's like, yeah, he told me everything, like everything. But now he doesn't want to be thought of as a mama's boy. And so now he doesn't tell me anything. And then she's looking at Thomas and Thomas looking at her. And which brings me to the question, which is on the screen. Why do you guys think Thomas rarely speaks up? I really want to know because there's a point here uh, that I'm sure that Sanaa is going to get to that this becomes very important. Live chat says um, he was the golden child. Chantel is the golden child now. And Radella says, I don't think he likes his family at all. And Belly says she did not look pregnant in those photos. Yeah, I don't. I was trying to follow her timeline. Like, I really was trying to follow it. But it's just iffy, like, when it comes to women's bodies. And, like, she said she didn't want to be that woman to, um, you know, be that woman who blames other women of like hiding pregnancies or being like uh, getting an abortion or sleeping with other men. So she didn't want to accuse her of it, but I still felt like she was being that woman in a way because she was still, but I mean, I guess she was just trying to protect her son. But when it comes to the pregnancy and things like that, like I agree with Belly, she didn't look pregnant in those photos. I mean, it was like a kind of loose fitting dress too. I feel like if it was tight fitting or something where I could see the hump, Actually, I would be like, hey, you know, on to something. But I don't know. I don't really, I, I like to tiptoe on that theory, though, her being pregnant things. I don't know. But um, going to this question that's on the screen, why do you think Thomas really speaks up? Uh, Thomas got a little, a little buck. And... I want to talk about how Royal came in the room. Um, and when he heard this, I think he, he was saying like he had heard them talking about him and his ears must have been burning. So he comes to the room and when he comes into the room, he's already on hot. He's already on hotness. Okay. He's already pissed off. He, he doesn't even like them. Like I think Raydella already said, um, he comes in bad attitude, everything, and he tells the family, you can go home. He's just acting out. And the whole time, y'all, I'm thinking, and Linda, I'm watching this like, does he know that he has a black family? Like, black, you know, black parents don't normally play this type of game with him 
telling him, telling them what they're going to do and to go home. And I felt like Thomas kind of started looking at him. If you guys replay it and look, Thomas' face, Thomas's face the entire time was hilarious to me. He was just looking like, you got one more outburst and telling me and your mama what we're going to do. So I don't know. I feel like Thomas is that silent, that silent parent that when he speaks up or he yells, you know, it's time to be quiet. Okay, so I'm going to read what the live chat says before I give my opinion. So um, I'll start with uh, Belly. Belly says, because he knows his family is crazy, uh, but he needs to talk. And Isabella says, I think Thomas doesn't speak up because he learned early to not go against his wife. Happy wife, happy life. And then Radella says, uh, I believe that Thomas is the quiet type, Royal 2.0, and lets it build up to go boom. I think he can control it better. And Belly says, I was like, Thomas, you better get up and get your son. And that is what I want to talk about. So here's, I want to bring it back to when Royal shows up. Royal shows up. He won't sit down. He's already ready to fight his whole entire family. And, uh, Karen's like, you know, I heard what's going on. I heard what happened last night. Like, let's sit down and talk about it. He's like, no. And that's when, like Sana says, he like tells them to go home and get out of here and that they're crazy and all of this stuff. Meanwhile, Karen's talking about how when you guys were out last night, I talked to grandma and Anjanette's mom, Antoinette, tried calling my brother Ronson or not calling, tried contacting my brother Ronson on Facebook. Like, why would that woman who's married contact my single brother from the Philippines who's in America? What's that about? And that set him off even more. And he, and Royal went crazy and tries to leave the house. Now, just like what Belly said, I was like, at what point does Thomas, the father, get up and talk crazy back to his son? Because at the end of the day, he's the dad. And the dad and sons, at least in my opinion, have like, um, I feel like boys learn to be men from their fathers if the father is part of their lives. And so it makes me wonder, like, what is the dynamic here? Because I felt like the whole family knows there's something about Royal that's off and they were all walking on eggshells around him. So when he stormed out and then he held the door and wouldn't let them out, I thought that was super crazy. I was like, that's like a crazy person response. Like you're locking your family in uh a hotel room and they can't get out because you're holding them hostage in the room. Totally super crazy to me. So I don't know y'all, what did you think besides belly and I who feel like daddy should have stepped up to the plate? What do y'all think? Like, should he have done more? Should Thomas have stepped up and said, Hey, how you're acting and how you're talking is not okay. Yeah. Um, go he, ahead. He, um, I hope he checked them. Like, you know, after, you know, maybe the cameras didn't catch or after it was rolling or whatever, maybe he spoke to him and said something, which I hope he did because I, now we 
don't know when the camera's cut off. He probably it was TLC girl. They want all the drama. If he if he stepped to his son, just like how they showed the random producer, they would have filmed that drama. Just like how uh, different show, ninety day, but they showed the whole Drusilla thing run across the street. They're gonna catch all the drama because that's what they want. So if that actually happened, they're not gonna be like, oh no, let's not air that. Yeah. Um... Ray Della brought up something interesting. Um, can we click on Ray Della's yeah. comment? So Lydia said first, they're probably afraid to check him because he cuts them out quick. Yeah, Ray Della said, I believe that to be true. They are definitely hiding something just like when Chantel got rushed out of the bar. And then Crystal says, I saw someone bring up that can we click on Crystal's too? I saw someone bring up that maybe Royal and Chantel aren't biologically Thomas's children, but I think that is a stretch. If um, if that is to be true, then that would definitely explain to why probably Thomas doesn't actually speak up because some people feel like if they're the step parent, it's not their place to step up in discipline. Um, you know, that's always a thin line to dance on. But I think maybe Thomas is, like I said, I feel like my man Thomas checked him afterwards. We need to get Royal or River, somebody who was there on the show. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Royal, he was supposed to be on the show today, guys. He did not get back to me. So that is why we don't have him. I definitely will try to reach out to him again and see if we can get him on the show. I will keep you updated. You mean River? Yes, River. Sorry, because I'm talking about Royal looking at the comments. River. River was supposed to be on the show, like I told you guys last week. He didn't get back to me. I'm going to reach out again, and maybe we can reschedule, but I'll keep you posted. Yeah, that's something that I really want to know. Also, you know, I don't know. I just, I think it was all just a lot um, in that hotel room, they need to sage it. <laughs> I hope they saged it once they checked out and they left. Um, but yeah, that was—he owes another apology, but I don't think he's gonna apologize for it. But Royal needs to apologize again because he threw them mother—I mean, those um, middle fingers up at the end of the scene when he's leaving out. He threw those those hands up and was like, "I'm gone. I'm out of here." Him and Chantel were tugging at the door. Ridiculous. Um. <laughs> Again, I, I want to say this because I just really want you guys to remember that I said this. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. So you're, you know, giving the middle finger to the production crew. All of this stuff, not only does it air, but the parent company, TLC, Sharp Entertainment, they're going to look at all of this. So part of it can be drama, but when you're disrespecting the, the crew, that's a whole other situation. So I'm interested to see what happens moving forward uh, because they're definitely going to get another season uh, as we see that there's already some spinoffs with Ask Mama Chantel and all of that stuff. So I think for him to be the first season, he needs to like slow his roll 100%. 100%. And uh, brings me to the next question. Is Royal the outcast of the family? Is Royal the outcast of the family? Definitely let us know in the live chat. And if you are streaming this back and not with us live, uh, definitely let us know in the comments below. I'd love to hear your thoughts. 
Uh, Crystal says, uh, I think he's regretting joining in. I think um, sometimes Royal may make himself the outcast of the family from what I'm seeing. Like I said, um, the actual family dynamic, like actually walk, like um, being there and seeing it firsthand uh, is interesting. But from what I see off the cameras, I feel like a lot of times he makes himself the outcast because he does all of these explosions and they're so un like it, it it's like literally zero to a hundred. And if you catch him in the lie, then it's even worse. And then he just moves himself away and distances, like Crystal said, distances himself, all different things. I think he outcasts himself at the end of the day. Like no one can ever have a real conversation with him unless it's him blowing up. Uh, Lydia makes a great point. If we get domestic violence allegations, they're done. Facts. And I think that that's something that, you know, the 90 Day Fiance world, when they start talking about stuff, it's hard to come back from that. And case in point, Jeffrey, the all of that, you know, he's been put on the back burner just because of all of the stuff that's happening. So I agree with you 100%, Lydia, that if that happens, it's going to be a wrap, unfortunately. And wouldn't that be crazy? That royal who came in last minute in the you know the latest season is the one that wrecks it for the whole entire family because again this is a spinoff they're not brand new they're not brand new and I, I wanted to mention something because I wrote it down which is the big issue in my opinion with royal is when he said to the family that he's not down with the cesspool of lies you guys are lost in the sauce you're crazy pack your bags and get out of here that to me so now was very telling because what are the issues with royal the issue is a is he a liar is he a chronic liar um it's quite possible uh you're lost in the sauce uh, online and throughout social media, a lot of the chatter is about him looking drunk or acting like he's on something all the time. So there's the number two. You're crazy is self-explanatory. So, you know, I don't know. It, it, that was like a self-proclaimed prophecy. Like he was verbal diarrheaing his issues on his family. And I think that the family knows more. And I think that that's why the family like sidesteps them a little bit. Yeah, it was very iffy for them to even, um, for them to put him on the show was, um, I think they knew it was a risk they were taking anyway. Like he could blow up or we can make this, or we can control his blow ups to where we could still get the ratings we need and the drama we need, but you know, still have him under control. But I don't think, you know, it's a thing anymore. I think at this point, Royal is just uncontrollable. Like he's going to lash out when he, when he is caught in a lie or it's too much pressure or he feels like, he feels like everyone's ganging up on him when they're just trying to talk to him. Yeah. So Isabella brings up some good points. She says maybe he's suffering from PTSD and that's why they're walking on eggshells around him. That's a really good point. And then she also says he may have anger management issues. Was he in the military? Yes. And yes, I agree with that. And Crystal says he's giving people even more reason to dig into the, his past, which absolutely is going to happen, Crystal. He doesn't have very much of a social media presence. And that is maybe why. 
But these internet sleuths are no joke. They find everything. They find everything. Um, and Lydia says he's the cesspool concentrate. And Radella says feeling concerned. Mm. Well, we're just going to have to wait on the next episode to figure out what else goes down with this family um, in terms of the drama, if Royal and Jeanette are going to leave together or stay together, if they're going to let the family wedge in between them. Um, but I did want to move on a little bit to the next scene that happened, which was Nicole meeting uh, Alejandro's family. And they went to his uncle's house. You know, the food looked good. You know, nice Dominican food. Uh, the vibes seemed like they were there. The drinks seemed like they were there. Everything seems like it was there. Even Nicole's attitude made an appearance because this girl got mad. Um, it all started good. It was all kikis and laughs until she asked, you know, if Alejandro has brought other women around his family before, if he's introduced them, just asking more about his past. And when his um, uh, his best friend was saying, or his cousin was saying, yeah, like I met, I met, you know, some of them before he's brought like two people around, but you know, he's a, he's a ladies man, you know, you know, he kind of, you got a little action, you know. Some of the girls like to entertain, and he likes to entertain back. But you know, he's only brought like a couple to the to the crib, only a couple to bring to the family. She didn't like that. She said she didn't feel special. She was like, he's he's Aww. bringing everyone around, all of that. Um, ah. But yeah, I, I just was, wait, let's take a quick second to um, address Isabella. Thank you so much for joining us and everything tonight. We really do appreciate it. I hope whatever you're baking turns out great. I hope it tastes good. Yes, Isabella. Thank you so much for joining us. Definitely come back. Come back next week. Have an amazing Thanksgiving with your friends and family. Yay. Um, yeah, so going back, Nicole just was not having it. She stormed out. She even, but she was gracious enough to put her food, her plate on her seat, and then she exited out. She said, you know what? My mama was right. I'm going to put this plate right here, and I'm going to leave because y'all got me messed up. Personally, I don't think why she even asked that question because who cares? You're the main girl now. Like, you're his woman. He brought you, okay? It's not like he was bringing all these other girls around. And whatever happened in his past happened in his past, okay? Nobody's asking you about how many men you were with, how many men you let your brother meet, how many men you let your mama meet, which probably he didn't even need to ask because the way she did <laughs> this man's suitcases, I don't think she even brings men around her mom. But how did you feel about her, uh, her reaction to all of this? I thought she was super immature. I thought uh, the friend Delvis, when he said, Nicole's not mature. Uh, she doesn't know anything about trust and communication and the family's going to have a bad impression of her. Uh, I was like, yes and yes. And y'all, okay, y'all, 
Did she not just act just like her mother, Lydia? 100%. We saw Lydia go all the way off when meeting Alejandra for the first time. No manners, no respect. And now Nicole turns around and does the exact same thing in front of people that she's meeting for the first time. I was like, the apple does not fall far from the tree. She was acting a fool. And what I thought that was so important, and I want to bring it back a little bit, is hearing a little bit about Alejandro's history, because I think it puts it all in perspective on how her behavior was really disgusting because these are his people. So we learned that he was raised by his mom and his stepdad and his mom died early. And then there was problems with the stepdad, which, you know, I get it. The dad's like, well, dude, your, your, your mom is dead. Like, why do I got to take care of you? And so he basically was raised with his uncle and his cousin. So this is his second home and Luis and Alexander, those are his boys. And so we see that, Hey, I'm bringing you home to my people, not just my friends, my people. These are the people that I was raised with. These are the people that are the most important to me. And Nicole doesn't even spend five seconds sitting down before she's cutting up. She doesn't say, you guys, oh, hey, like, he's so amazing. And, like, he communicates with me. And I just love him. She says, no, uh, he buys me this, like, chocolate and purses and perfume all the materialistic stuff. I was like, bitch, are you reading the room? That is definitely not what they asked you. But that's that's what you're focused on. You're focused on the gifts. And then when Next. she said, then when she said, so like right away, no, like, hey, tell me about like you guys and about this place. And thank you so much for having me. No, none of that. No manners. She's like, tell me how many women that he's brought here. And two is the answer, but two, including you. So you're freaking out that he brought one girl four years ago here, and now you're the second girl, and that he treated her well as he treats you well. You're tripping. You're tripping and acting like a fool. And I was like, oh, see, she's exactly like her mama, exactly like her mama. No respect. You're never going to live that first impression down. And even um, his friend, Delvis, said, you should just go ahead and break up with her. Those are all facts. Facts. Yeah, I I was just so confused. I literally was Mr. Krabs the whole time. Like you said, all valid points. You're talking about what the man buys you. You just... And then your attitude is on a thou wow. Like it was just, it, you know, that meme of Mr. Krabs in the whirlwind, and he's like, you know what I'm, do you know for real what I'm talking about? Nope. Linda, nobody knows what I'm talking about. Okay, well, I'll have to post that on my story again. I'm going to put you guys onto all the new memes and everything that goes down because when I'm trying to reference these, like they literally tell my exact emotions. So, I'm going to post that so you guys can really see what I'm talking about. But I was Mr. Krabs because I'm just, it was too much. You're talking about the chocolates. Now you're pissed off. Now you want to know all the girls. Like I said, it was too much. Girl, bye. Belly says, never act like a clown when meeting the family for the first time. Manners 101. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Oh, Lydia.
Lydia, you haven't seen it either? Okay, guys. I'm gonna make sure to post it. To Lydia you. hasn't seen it. And Amanda says, that's me being confused listening to you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Oh, somebody hears the meme. Somebody knows the meme I'm talking about. Okay. Um, before we get out of here, though, I do want to talk about. Did you want to say anything else about the Nicole Alejandro fiasco? No, that. She showed her true colors, and so it's going to be a hot mess. It's going to be a hot mess. Grandpa. I want grandpa. I want Alejandro's grandpa or his uncle or somebody who was there to just come and let's – I want to interview them, see, like, was it worse, and the cameras only got a snippet of it. I don't know. I want to talk to them. Um, wrapping it up, it was so juicy. I can't believe TLC left us like this at the end of the episode. But the family, everybody is together with Anjanette, baby. Kim, before you dive into it, because this has nothing to do with anything, but it stood out to me. When Chantel and Pedro showed up, she made an entrance in that white outfit. Fire. And then Pedro with his matching white cowboy hat. I was like, oh, they came to make a statement. Let me tell you. Period. Period. Chantel, she's going to come in some heels. Okay, just like she did last time in the Dominican Republic. When they, this remember way outfit, though. This way outfit. I was like, oh, no. Uh, uh. She looked fire. You yeah, remember that? Yeah. It's really like, Chantel is going to always come in some heels, and she's always going to come in a fly outfit. Like, that's just what she's going to do. And she's going to make sure she got that makeup on. Yeah, but I got to say, there's something about this specific outfit, just like, she made an entrance, and so did Pedro. Like, she always looks great, but this outfit right here, like, I, ne- I never really talk about the outfits, but that outfit stood out. I was like, oh, you two are coming. You're all coming to the family meeting. They said, we are the family. We are the family. Chantel. I think that was her best look the entire time. Belly says, I would never dress like that in front of my dad, though. Yeah, but Tom's a pushover. I think the kids can do whatever they want. And he's just going to look at Karen. If Karen's upset, then he's upset. But he ain't going to do nothing about it. Leave that man alone. You know. Um, So, yeah, this was a lot. So... We've got Chantel calling her uncle. So it starts off with, you know, Karen's like, let's just get to business. I have information. I know that your mom is, you know, you guys are all out here just trying to get up on my son. And I'm really going to bust it all down. I'm squashing it all tonight. So I think that's that's the type of energy Karen came, you know, the family Chantel, they came with that type of energy. And Anjanette is just like, you know, she's she's trying to come with her, her comebacks and her facts. Um, one of the biggest things that I wanted to talk about and the things that um that had the family even astonished is that Chantel also says, um, agreeing with Karen, like, you know, your your mom was up here. Uh, talking to my um, to my um, her uncle, which is Karen's brother, about uh, Ronson. what Ronson Ronson mm-hmm. Ronson about you know hooking up with him, 
And Karen thinks that's weird. And so does Chantel. But Chantel, so once they said that, and Jeanette's like, no, like that's not even my mom's name. I, I don't even know how to I don't even know how to pronounce the name that they said on camera. Do you know how to pronounce it all? Uh, I can't remember her mom's name. Antoinette. I only, I didn't, Antoinette something else. I only wrote down Antoinette. Well, yeah. And you guys watched the episode. You heard the name. Um, and Jeanette says, no, that's not even my mama's last name. Like her name's Luna. Like what, what's going on? Um, but Chantel was like, okay, well, if that's the truth, then boom, I'm gonna call my uncle. And I did, I thought she was bluffing, but my girl called and she had it ready. She calls, uncle confirms, um, but he gives a different name. And so at first I'm like, okay, now look at that. All of you guys owe her an apology. So what did you think about that scene and that part when they're literally calling this man in the middle of his sleep? Okay, so I thought this whole, I thought this was one of the best, most explosive parts of the episode and I can't wait to next week. I want to rewind a little bit because I think it sets the tone of, of, of the family discussion. So they all get there. Chantel, Pedro make their entrance and then Royal's already there. And the first question he asks is if they want to be there, do you all want to be here? And that sets the tone Sanaa because then they're like, well, we flew halfway across the world. Of course we want to be here. But now you are saying all this crazy stuff and locking us in our hotel room. So like, yeah, maybe I don't want to be here. So I thought that was first interesting because I felt like Royal was trying to make sure that the conversation doesn't come to any of the lies that he was he had built. Because all the people that he's lied to are now all in one room. So he's like, let's make this about the family and not about me. But that didn't happen because Anjanette did not come to play. She's all, and I have to say, Anjanette, shout out to you. High five, high five, high five. Because you were one and yourself. You didn't have your posse. You didn't have your girls with you. And you had the whole family like throwing shots at you. And she's like, oh no, I'm about to turn this around. Cause you know what? When you're not lying, you remember your facts. So she starts saying, well, you know, Royal said that Chantel is stupid. Royal said, my family, you're, you guys are crazy and bad. And Royal said that, you know, this whole thing is, um, defective. And she's like, my life has been miserable because Royal lies all the time. And when I looked at the family, Pedro was shocked. Chantel was shocked and pissed. And she's like, don't ask me nothing about nothing about nothing ever again, if I'm stupid. And then the mom was looking at Royal like, wait a minute. So let me get this straight. You told and Jeanette, that I said, don't tell anyone that she's pregnant. But meanwhile, you told and Jeanette, my mom doesn't want you to tell anyone that you're pregnant. Lie, lie, lie. Then she's just throwing out the dagger still. 
and Jeanette's like, and you know, um, <laughs> there's so much. Chantel, you're the one that said, you know, I was talking to Americans. She's like, well, cause that's what Royal said. And Royal's like, I didn't say that. You're a liar. Okay. Lies, lies, lies. I was like, okay. Now the two people that always stick up for Royal so far is Winter and River. When they went to camera and they're like, I don't understand why he's being so deflective, which is really them saying, this dude, my brother is lying because he's deflecting all this stuff rather than just being open. I knew right there, I was like, this dude is busted. He's busted because his whole family is seeing that he's a liar because his wife is exposing him. So all these things that you're twisting and turning around, Royal, are biting you in your face. This was like the best scene ever. And I have to because it's Karen. Y'all, do you remember when Karen is sitting on the couch and she's doing her to camera with Thomas? And she makes this crazy talk. She says, you know, I don't want to be stuck in her village. And so she gets her friends to rally against my family and they try to disenfranchise me in her village. I passed out, y'all. I passed out. I passed out because that is the craziest statement, Karenism ever. And I was here for it. I loved it. And then... She said, I don't want, normal people would say girlfriends. Yeah. She said, I don't want your friend girls to embarrass me like you embarrass your husband. I was like, Karen, friend girls? What is that? I loved it. I loved everything about this scene. I thought that the fight of the family meeting was fire. And I thought that, 100% Royal was exposed. And I think that it's just going to be more and more of exposure of this liar. Yeah. This is going to get interesting. I can't wait for the next episode. And I want, ooh, imagine if we had no edits that whole entire conversation. I would love, I would love to watch that. I, I just want that conversation because I know they're going to ask him some very specific questions and he's just going to continue to continue to continue to just dig himself deeper into that hole. Somebody needs that. I want that to be leaked. It's a lot. It was definitely a lot. So I can't wait. And the previews for next week look good. They're gonna What's, what do you think is going to happen next week? Uh, I think that there's just going to be more lies exposed. I think that Chantel is going to try to flip it because everyone still is trying to protect River. I don't think they're ready to accept that their brother and son is a chronic liar. I think that they're going to try to expose Anjanette, and I think it's going to bite them in the ass. Yeah. I think um, hmm. I think they're still going to have the, the, the wedding ceremony. I think... Um, I also think there's going to be another bomb during that conversation. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know it's going to be a bomb that's going to really probably make um, 
the the family separated. I don't think I think after this season, I don't think they're ever going to be the same. Um, especially when it comes to Royal. But we're just going to have to see. I just can't wait to see what's going to happen. This show is so good. And Amanda, if you've taken time to see it, girl, this is that show. I'm telling you, it's one of the best spinoffs that TLC has ever done in their entire time of being on television. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a black woman. But, you know, I don't like to toot my own horn. But, you know, us black people, we are winning. Because there's no way in hell you could tell me this show is not number one on their ratings. And if it's not number one, they're lying. Because they know it's number one. Like, this is a show you can't tell me it's not number one. I'm in denial. I'm on my royal. <laughs> so, um, thank you guys for watching. You know, we really do appreciate it. I just want to say thank you guys. You know, since we're coming up to American Thanksgiving and we're thankful for stuff. I just want to say thank you guys because, you know, you guys make it and you guys help make the show. Every view you guys watch, every time you like, you tune in, you guys are live watching and, and just watching the show. I have so much fun talking to you guys about it. And you guys make me laugh, especially when we talk about Lil G Home. I know it's a whole different show. But you guys are just amazing. I really, really, really love talking to you guys. So thank you guys. I know um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore Sana underscore. And click that link in my bio. So then you guys can follow me and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, and then also follow me on Insta or Twitter. At I am underscore Sanaa. Where can they find you? So a couple of housewarming, warming, housekeeping things I want to say. Uh, there's no show news and gossip next week or tomorrow because of the American Thanksgiving on Thursday. So you guys definitely have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Eat all the turkey, drink all the drinks and, you know, be safe, be COVID aware and I want to make sure that I see all of you virtually through the live chat next week when we'll do it all again. Uh, definitely make sure that you're subscribed to all of our 90 Day The Melanated Way. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, we're on it all. 90 Day The Melanated Way. And you know what? I'm going to throw a challenge out to my day oneers because I know a lot of you are in the live chat right now. Um, pick one of your social medias and tag us and shout us out. We're trying to get the word out and I would appreciate my day oneers if you did that for me. Um, and if you guys are into celebrity interviews, make sure that you are following me at Linda is so girly. I've got some really good interviews up there and coming up before the holiday. So happy Thanksgiving. I appreciate you guys so, so very much. <laughs> Tell a friend, Facebook people, thank you for joining in. And we'll see you guys all again Monday live, 8 p.m., same time, same place. Till then, y'all. Bye. <laughs>